What's up, everybody, and welcome back. Today we're doing something a little different. If you've been listening for a while, this mic should sound a lot different from what you're used to hearing, and maybe it sounds a lot better. I'm not sure, but it should. I'm actually sitting at my computer in my office instead of using my phone. I usually use my phone to do the podcast, but we're moving up in the world, so got to upgrade. So I hope the quality is a lot better than it usually is. We'll see. It should make your experience a lot better. One day, I was sitting in jail, I mean, <laughs> class, and I had a thought that changed the trajectory of my life forever. And that thought was, I'm on somebody else's train tracks. I haven't made one, not one, real decision in my entire life. And everything else has already been planned out for me by somebody else. At that time, I thought, even the way I act and react has been programmed in me by others. And I questioned myself, have I had any of my own thoughts? And what do I actually want? Now, I did have a couple of my own thoughts. <laughs> it would be crazy to say I didn't have any thoughts of my own. I did, but they weren't for serious issues. Nothing that could actually change my life for the better or bring me any type of fulfillment, if that makes sense. I've been thinking about that day for the last couple of days, and I had a realization that I want to share with you. And that realization was that at that time in my life, up until that point, I had been serving evil. Not very evil stuff, but evil. (laughs) I've been living my life based on the past, and I was more like a domino than someone who has control over their future. And I think, I think, I'm pretty sure that this is a position that most people are in for their whole lives, 100% of the time. Now, I want to clarify what I said about being a domino. Basically, this is a position that most people take, is that things happen to them in the past, or XYZ is me, therefore I must do this. And the biggest excuse you'll hear in the world the most prominent. I was abused as a child, therefore my life would never be good. I'll never be a functional human being. I'll never have my life together. I'll never start that business because I don't believe in myself. I have all these negative voices in my head that were implanted in me by my mom and my dad and my cousins and the teachers and the students, and I just can't break free from it. Sad but true. This is what most people think to themselves, and that was me, and I still do it now. But just to a way, way lesser extent, and the lower extent you do that type of thing, the more you have control over your life, the more you will have agency. I was really doing that domino thing, man. <laughs> As a kid, I was super, super angry. I'm, I'm still angry now, but it's productive anger. I'll, I'll explain the difference in a little bit. But my parents were very angry people. And that anger came on me, and then I was angry, and I was mean to other people. I was not really a a good boy to be around, (laughs) to be honest. I was overly emotional, like my parents, the people in my environment. And what I did was, I did what they did. I was over-emotional, letting my emotions run over me, and allowing that to sway my decision-making in bad ways. I was cruel to people because I I had been cruel on <laughs> uh, I think you get the point by now but I was a domino and that's the position that most people take for their entire lives 
and the small percent of people who don't take that route, they become the people who try to live up to their potential as best as they can. Being a domino is also putting more weight on the past than in the future. When you accept the domino way of life, you accept that the past has an effect on the future, and therefore you are bound by whatever happened in the past. I talked about this specifically in a podcast. I think I called it the cages of the future. This is basically what people do. They take a current limitation, and when they think about the future, they project their current limitations onto their future selves. It's kind of like a cage. They throw that cage into the future, and they step right into it. And then they wonder why things haven't changed. It's literally the definition of insanity. But there is a very semi-logical basis for this type of view. And that's because in most of your interactions with other people, especially as a child in your formative years, your actions, the actions in the past have a direct correlation to what happens in the future. For example, you're in class. You take the first test and you bomb it. Like you fail so bad, maybe you get like a 25 out of 100, right? By the end of the year, you will never get back to an A average in that class. In the classroom, all your performances from the past have a weight on your future. And it seems to make sense in the classroom, but it actually doesn't. Because if the goal is to measure your accuracy in recalling a certain amount of knowledge, right? Because that's what school is about then the only thing that should matter is where you were at at the end of the semester, not the beginning. This behavior is also reinforced in the majority of families where, let's say, for example, I was a clumsy child. Well, let me take that back. Let's say I fell a couple of times, right? Usually what happens is you get labeled as the clumsy one, and then you take that identity with you into the future, and you behave clumsily, if that makes sense. That wasn't a very serious example, but this happens in very, very serious ways. Parents tell their children that they'll never be anything, that they're lazy and they're stupid and all types of stuff. And the children usually internalize those thoughts and they project it onto their future selves. As a parent, you should be careful of literally every word that you say because there is a potential that what you say to them will become something that's in them. They will internalize that message and project it as a quality that they possess. Now, I want you to contrast this with how the real world works. Let's say, for example, I start a business and I fail. Um, you know, most businesses fail within the first couple of years, blah, blah, blah. You know the stats. That does not mean that the next business will fail. And there is nothing stopping me from the next business succeeding. Just because I failed the first time, it has no weight on future outcomes. If I get into a relationship and it's terrible and I leave that relationship and get into a great relationship, the past relationship has no effect on the future relationship. If I get in my car and I tra- and I crash into somebody, the next time I get in my car doesn't mean I'll crash into somebody. What I'm saying is, essentially, if the past equals the future for you, then your future will equal the past. That means nothing's going to change except things always change. And if you're the same person, you have the same skill set, you're in the same relationships, unless they're awesome, that means you're going backwards because you lost time. And when you lose time, you lose all that potential that you could have had for yourself. If I spend 10 years or so in a bad relationship, then I've lost potentially 10 years of a great relationship. And if you're not careful, you may be serving evil by continuing to believe that you are a domino 
and therefore serving your past. Let's take the uh, abused kid example that I used earlier. I was abused as a child, therefore I'm not good enough for blah, blah, blah. And yeah, now I hit my kids and stuff. <laughs> that is serving evil. If you believe that's evil to hit a child, which I do, I think it's evil to hit children. But if the thing in general, if the thing that you're fighting, <clears throat> man, excuse me. If you are a domino and the past is bad and you don't fix it, you are repeating all the bad things onto other people and yourself in perpetuity. Therefore, you are serving evil or at least very bad behavior, bad values, not being a good person. I hope that makes sense. I'm going to summarize this up before I move on to the next thing. So most people are dominoes. They serve as dominoes instead of exploring their potential. When they're a domino, that means that the past equals the future. And if the past equals the future and the past was bad, you are repeating bad behavior, bad ethics, bad values, and you may be a bad person. You may even be an evil person. But now let's talk about how we can actually change from being a domino person or a person that loves the past and who serves evil or at least bad people instead of good or the future or their potential. And what I'm about to say is like step zero, in my opinion, for growth and pretty much any area of your life. Step zero consists of a lot of things, but I'll just talk about a couple of them here today. And the first thing you should do is accept the past and mourn the past. What the majority of people do, what I've done for many, many years, is to try to reject everything that happened to me, to dissociate from it, to stop feeling those feelings of anxiousness, of hurt, of semi-depression, sadness, and the like. But emotions are like a rubber band that never loses its elasticity. So if you have things you're repressing from the past, they will come back to haunt you. Let's say it's like doing drugs. <laughs> Not literally, but check this out, right? You do a drug, you feel great for a little bit. Most people do drugs because they're anxious about something. But you do the drug, you feel great for a little bit. The anxiousness goes away. And then the drug wears off, and then what happens? The anxiousness comes back, and it comes back a lot stronger than it did before. And then what happens is you end up taking more drugs, which numb the pain for a little bit. You feel fine. It wears off, and then you repeat the cycle over and over again. And this is the same process that people are using in their own minds to repress their emotions about the past, all the people that hurt them, all the things they wish they hadn't done, all the things that could have been done. If you can come to accept the past, all the things that happened to you, whether they be, be bad or good, the things that you did, bad or good, all the evil that you witnessed, all the hurt that you experienced and inflicted on other people, those feelings will eventually start to fade away and you will feel forgiveness for yourself. It's important to feel forgiveness for yourself because if you do not feel forgiveness for yourself, that means you're going to sabotage yourself in the future. Because why would you deserve anything good if you haven't repented for the things that happened in the past? If you still evaluate yourself as a bad person, good things cannot last for you. It will not last because you will sabotage yourself. You will see yourself as not worthy of X, Y, Z because A, B, C, and you will sabotage yourself because of that. And the crazy part about this is a lot of these emotions that were repressing, they didn't come from us directly. They were imposed on us by parents, by children in the school, the teachers in school, etc. 
Now, you can point the finger at them, but of course, it's up to you to accept it. Because once they're in you, they're kind of yours, if that makes sense. Another thing that I find helpful and that I recommend for people is to change your environment as best you can. And I mean everything about your environment, including the stuff you watch, the music you listen to, the people you have conversations with, the stuff you watch on TV, on Netflix, that you scroll on Instagram. And that's something that most people won't do, but it's a lot easier than doing the other part, which is to change the physical people that you have in your life. The saying that you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with is very, very true. And I would extend it to uh, say that you're the average of the five thing people you are consuming that you have in your mind that occupy your space, if that makes sense. So let's say I watch 10 hours of inspirational stuff all day, right? Tony Robbins. I'm on Tony Robbins stuff 10 hours a day. Tony Robbins is number one in my mind. And then one, two, three, four, five other things are in my mind, if that makes sense. And we have hundreds and hundreds of people in our minds, but only the top few have a major effect on us. When I decided that I wanted to see what my potential is to reach for levels that I did not know were possible for me in a variety of areas of my life, I realized that it would be best if I just go and find people who are already on that path, who are already there, because once you're around those people, you start, it's kind of like osmosis. You just take in what they're doing, and it becomes part of you, and you do what you want to do, which is what they're doing, if that makes sense. Have you ever heard of the saying, audience capture? This is like when a YouTuber, we usually use it in a negative connotation. There's like a reaction YouTuber, for example, right? And the videos that get the most views are the ones where he's just going crazy. He's doing wild stuff. He's punching the TV, slapping his mom, whatever it is, right? They get some millions of views. And what happens is that person does more and more of that content to keep those views the same way. And he is, in a sense, captured by the audience. And he's no longer a free agent. He is occupied and behaving in a way that is not genuinely him, but is his audience's want wants of him. I guess that would be the right say, way to say it. And the same thing pretty much happens with the people that you're around in your real life. You have people around you. You internalize their voices. Take your top three friends, the top three people you spend time with. I bet you can have a full conversation about anything you want with those people in your head. And it will sound just like it would in person. Oh, man, this has been pretty long. It's coming on 15 minutes. I'm going to wrap it up right here. Recap more of the story. Most people are dominoes. They serve the past instead of the future. The past instead of their potential. Evil instead of good. If you are a domino... That means that your past has an effect on your future. If the past was terrible or bad or immoral or evil, you are serving that by continuing to be a domino. And the way, one of at least a couple of ways of breaking out of that cycle is to accept the past, to mourn your past selves, especially your child self and your teenage self, because a lot of the things that are in you have not been by you, but instead by people who you didn't choose that were in your environment at the time. If you would do that and change your environment constantly to be around people and listening to people who have what you want to have or are doing what you want to do, you will absolutely change your future and look 
for your potential instead of the past. Be less like a domino and more like a, a free agent with free will to do whatever you so please. And with that being said, I think that's all I have to say. I hope you enjoyed this long one, and I will see you next time.